to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free. Coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your questions, your stories. And I say it every episode. Let me say it one more damn time. Thank you for listening. Praise be his train. Praise be his train. Praise be, praise be. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, we'll take them. We'll take them all. And I want you to take a knee right now. Kneel to the altar of the J Train podcast. Send us your emails. Send in your emails. I love this. I love this for the Friday email. Friday Friday episode. You've been gone. I've been gone. Had a big week. You know what? Just like the Lord and Savior, I've returned. I've been seeing that really ugly hat you've been wearing. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Coming out strong with thoughts on the hat. The hat is staying. No. A lot of strong opinions on the hat. I'm very excited to be back. Um, it's a Friday episode. If you're listening in the New York City area, uh, we're doing a live You Up podcast from Town Hall tonight. Big old show. Um, if you want to come... I don't think you can. Nope. I think they're out of tickets. Too bad. you. There was enough time. I gave you enough shot. A lot of time. We had a lot of time. Um, I may have said that there was a big guest coming, and then we had some scheduling conflicts, and we'll see. I got ahead of ourselves. So we'll see. Hopefully there's a guest. But you know what? We've done the shows. Boston, D.C., uh, Philly. What a time. It's a great show. I'm so happy that it's like a structured, fun event. Because people are bringing their friends, they're bringing their coworkers, they're bringing their mamas and their papas. Everyone's coming, and we're having such a good time. It's so not, It's not like, oh, you've had... This will be fun if you listen to every you, no, episode. No, 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 no. This is fun for the whole family. It is not one of those podcast live shows where everyone is there masturbating each other because they already love each other. No, 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 no. It's not just two people sitting behind like a card table. No, being like, so what happened today? No, 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 no. It's a concert. It's See, an event. We we ha- we paid for a little uh, sign in the front of the table. Yeah. Isn't that enough? <laughs> and we're going to bring one of you on stage to just talk to us. It's like, no, 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 no. That's we not haven't planned anything. Yeah, we have a planned event. So very excited about tonight's New York City show. This is a... Huge moment for the podcast and us, and I'm very excited. Um, we, if you're gonna be coming, I'm excited to see you. I, come pump, come ready, come. Let's do this. Um, we're very excited about today's episode. Well, let's, let's get into it. But I, I also want to thank the people, Boston, DC, and Philly. Wow, what a what crowds! The people were going crazy on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You did it. You did it. You did something. 
You owned it. You wanted it. You had it. We're here at Feather Nation Studios. Very excited about today's guest. A new guest to the show. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. A new guest. That's right. A new guest. Emily Lubin, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. That was a religious experience. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a Friday. We want people to be inspired. And they're going to be inspired by you today. Absolutely. Emily is fantastic. She's hilarious. She's on Instagram, at Lubination. At Lubination. She has a podcast of her own, which I have been a guest on and had a blast on, called The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Her co-host, Andrea Allen, was a guest here as well. She was fantastic. You're going to be uh, fantastic as well. Uh, it comes out every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Explain the podcast. It's called the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. So the basic premise of the podcast is we it's interview based mm-hmm. and we ask all our guests why they're a hot mess. Love it. And we get all different kinds of answers. Some people get really deep and start talking about their father leaving. <laughs> Some people you you I remember said yeah. that you uh you drunk eat a lot. Yeah 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 we. We've gone over that on this show a I'm bunch sure of times. I'm sure you have. Yeah, we've, the, the audience, if they know, they know. Um, I, I, what makes you a hot mess? Do you have a... Moi? And, and if you listen, go listen through Laughable App. Uh, some of you guys, I mention it every now and again, the Laughable App is a podcast streaming app that you can subscribe to your boy, Papa J Train, the King of Brunch, the Wizard of Weddings, the Sultan of Haas. You can subscribe to me, and then you can see every show I've been a guest on, including hosted. So that's a good little appetizer to getting into yours. Mm, Pun intended. That's right. Um, I love Laughable. I love it because... I love looking myself up on there because I'm like, I have done things. Yeah, you've done a lot. It lists every single thing you've ever done. Every podcast. So I think it's good, though, because if someone's comfortable, I understand. Listen, these podcasts, the way you listen to them is very much, um, when you get into them, it's very much a part of your day. So it's very much, I go to the gym and I listen to this show. And when that's why I've always been proud of how consistent this show has been. We always have an episode out because... Your Friday, you have a ritual. Yeah, people depend on you. Yeah, and hopefully the J Train podcast has become a, a part of that ritual. So the J Train podcast, that's right, voted podcast of the year by the American Association of Comedy Podcasts. That's right. It's a very, it's an honor I take seriously. Prove it's not. Prove that doesn't exist. Yeah, you, prove you, it. You can't. <laughs> you can't. I don't think you can. So I, I take it very seriously. So. But I, I, I think with Laughable, it offers you a way to like dip your toe in the water of someone else via me. So wow, what makes you happy? Like, is there a reason you decided to start a podcast like this? Yes. So uh, we started it about four and a half years ago. We were both pretty new to comedy, mm. um, wanted to have a podcast. Uh, we're also OG podcast nerds from way back. Mm-hmm. We, I've listened to podcasts since I was fifteen, like since they weren't even on the iTunes store. So I got you. I, 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 I'm with you. I hear you. Yeah, it was shameful. Actually, I <laughs> used to like hide it from my friends and whatever. But, um, but when we wanted to start one, um, my co-host Andrea was in the middle of getting sober from mm-hmm. alcohol, 
And I was in recovery for a pretty heinous eating disorder. Okay. Um, so that's kind of how we loosely came up with the topic. Like, let's talk about how fucked up we are and then also ask other people how fucked up they sure. are. Sure, kind of a commiseration of sorts. Exactly. That's great. So I, I think, you know, we've had people do, you know, talk about eating disorder. Like, I, 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 I have extreme empathy. You know, like, I, I, I sometimes, like... I, I definitely wouldn't say that I have one, but I'm like, I, look, I deal with food stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about dating. How does that work into your dating life? Is that something that like It's definitely comes up? something, yeah, it's definitely something that comes up, uh, but it's something that I wouldn't share for a long time because I thought it would freak people out. Sure. Um, I personally, when I was... Uh, toward the end of college and then after college, I um, dropped a lot of weight. I used to be overweight. Um, and then I kind of got addicted to the restrictive um, binge purge cycle. I totally understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I actually, since I've been in recovery, I've learned a lot about diet culture, which is kind of like the water that we're swimming in right now and sure. how everybody, you know, you go to any party and you talk to anybody, what do they want to talk about? They want to talk about their diets and sure. being on keto or being on Atkins it or whatever the up. fuck. It always comes up. And it's it's interesting that it's such a part of the way that we socialize. And for me, when I had to um, start pretty serious cognitive behavioral therapy for my eating disorder. Mm. I had to completely reject the diet mentality. And then all of a sudden I had nothing to talk about at parties anymore. It's so interesting. Yeah. Cause I, listen, this is, I, I talk about this stuff to a great degree. Like I, and I, I make fun of diet culture stuff and like I only because I'm aware of it. Totally. You know? So like, and, and it's very relatable, very relatable. And also you see the people that defend their, whatever diet they've chosen and like the 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 thing for me has always been there's something that works for everybody like mm-hmm. there's something that like there's uh, everyone has their own all of us are puzzle pieces and we're looking for like the other piece that kind of fits into our life yeah and i understand why people defend it because they're like this is how i've made my life like right i mean you can convince yourself that you want to eat uh protein water mixture for breakfast every sure. morning but i don't think anybody truly does oh uh, yeah and then you talk to people about it but then they go well that's my life right you know like you're Their saying religion. this is my religion now you're telling me every morning what i do is wrong yeah no, fuck you and you're yeah. like oh my god how did i get into this fight of how someone does their life exactly so i just need to walk away when yeah. people start talking about it i just can't talk about it anymore because it it makes me mad it makes me mad that you know, you see these ads on the subway for mm. that um, kind of like label certain foods as good and certain foods as bad. Like it, it, it really makes me angry because Welcome it ruined. Yeah, it, it just like ruined my life for so long. Sure. And I've just never it sounds cheesy, but I've just never felt so happy and free since I broke free from all that stuff. Well, we're happy for you. That's Thank amazing you. to hear because I, I mean, especially the audience here at Feather Nation Studios. Um, we always like uh, to hear that. And also. That happened to me the other day. Like I, I talked about this on a podcast once, where I was like, I was at the Delta Skyrim, whatever, and sometimes they do like fancy, pass, very fancy, um, and they have like pass around hors d'oeuvres. It's kind of weird. Sometimes they'll just be coming around with food. Okay. And I remember hearing this guy who was passed around going like, "These are chia seeds with pudding, or chia seeds chia with chia pudding, chia Greek yogurt. It was Greek yogurt with chia seeds." Okay. And then he goes, "They were like, well, what's that?" And then the guy just goes, "It's healthy." 
And you know, like we're, we're I'm sitting there going, "How do you know?" You know, like I'm like getting enraged. And healthy for who? For who? It's for not what? healthy if I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. <laughs> it's not healthy if I'm allergic to chia seeds. My boyfriend. But he's just says, saying stuff. Yeah. yeah. This is your meal drama of the week. This is my meal drama <laughs> of the week. Yeah. Yeah. What I does mean, your boyfriend say? I'm my, sorry. My, well, my boyfriend will always be like, uh, if I'm if I'm eating something that he makes, he'll be like, yeah, and it's healthy. And I'm always like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, just just it, it it is this weird thing where someone has to put that in there, yeah, to make you happier about it. And it's like, yeah, why but, can't I just eat this and then it's fine and it's whatever it is? Listen, if I sat there eating, if I ate a gallon of Greek yogurt and chia seeds, it wouldn't be healthy anymore. Right? You yeah, know? too so, much of anything. So for you to say. It's healthy, and I know we're just saying things to get through the day. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, just like just like you said, like the 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 fad diets or the things that people are doing, it becomes a part of what we talk about. And it's like all of us are just trying to get home to our couch to sit and watch TV. Exactly. And whatever gets us there the quickest and the least without with with the least amount of discomfort is what we're gonna do. That's why we're saying. Chia seeds, it's healthy, and the weather, it's crazy, and right. oh, you know, and just getting through. So I understand that. Yeah, but the thing is, we obsess over the minutia of all of these food rules and what we yeah. think is good and bad and whatever that, that, like you said, like you wouldn't say that you have an eating disorder, but I think that if you're a chronic dieter, you're somebody who needs to, who feels like they need to constantly watch what they sure. eat, I do think by, um, I think it's inherently a little disordered. Does that make sense? Of course. I, you know, I, I, I'm just aware that if someone has gone through it and, and, and has, and owns it as their own, you know, issue and stuff, I don't want to be the one sitting there like, oh, me too. You know, like, right, you know, right, like right. I don't want to be that guy that's like, yeah, we all have our issue, you know, like, because I, I, I know that my thing is a, Everyone has their things. Everyone has their own disorders and deals with them in their own way. For some people, it becomes more serious. For others, mm-hmm. it's not as serious. You know, I, I for me, I'm like, I'm like, I am just always aware of this eating stuff, and I get like enraged of it. You're never and, too sick. You're not sick enough to get healthy, Jared. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so let's do the podcast. Are you ready? I'm so ready. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Emily Lubin. Go follow. Go follow. Go follow. At Lubination on Instagram, the Hot Mess Comedy Hour every Wednesday. We sponsor people. Quip, quip, quip. What actually makes a better toothbrush? If you ask your dentist, they'll tell you it's less about the brush and more about how you use it. Here's why I like Quip, okay? It's a lot like the conversation we're having with food and health. It's not about, like, they'll give you little nuggets with every time you get a toothbrush and the, like little pieces of information that you can't really ask about. They'll be like, yeah, you only need a pea size of uh, toothpaste. You need to really, br- yeah, you don't need to put like a whole big old thing of toothpaste. Oh my gosh, I've been using piece. way too much toothpaste. This is what I'm saying. This is a big deal. These are the questions with your dentist stuff after 12 years old. You're not allowed to ask any of these questions. Yeah. Because you're just an idiot. Yeah. And it's like, what have you been doing up until now? Yeah. Like, oh, whoa. Yeah. yeah, Your whole life. Do you read instructions on shampoo bottles? Yeah. This is, well, this is what I'm saying. Like, Quip is kind of like allowing us to relearn these new habits uh, or the the habits that we should have. It has a sensitive vibrations with a built in timer. So, guide gentle brushing for dentist recommended two minutes and 30 second pulses, ensuring an even clean. So, Every 30 seconds, you'll get four pulses that tell you, hey, switch the side, switch the side, switch the side. So now you get all four quadrants of your mouth 
the right amount of clean and evenly clean. I'm telling you, the first time you use a quip and you get to that two-minute spot, you're like, oh, my God. I've been brushing for seven hours. Because you're so not used to being yeah. put against the clock. I my rotator cuff. Right? Yeah. I, you got to go to the fucking PT person afterwards. <laughs> Build up those muscles. Yeah. So Quip starts at just $25 and you'll get your first refill free at getquip.com slash JTrain. That's getquip.com slash JTrain. It's a simple way to support our show and start brushing better, but you have to go to getquip.com slash JTrain get your first refill free. Go right now. Getquip.com slash JTrain. Get Q-U-I-P dot com slash J train. Go get involved. Get that free money. Also, you don't have to wait in line at CVS. I mean, that's crazy. Let's do a bunch of emails. You ready? Hell yeah. We're going to go right through this. The mid hookup pass out. Uh-oh. Hey, Bapa JT. They put it in a color that I'm having trouble reading. Oh, it's very faint. Yeah. This guy and I have been uh, following each other on Instagram for about a year. We met one night randomly and nothing ever really came of it. He asked me to hang out a few times over DM, but it never happened. I was on a trip in his hometown and he was home for football game. Long story short, we ended up switching up. Uh, he ended up switching up his flight and getting the seat right next to me for our flight home. Ooh. Wow. It's a meat cute. Yeah. yeah. Made it happen. Needless to say, we had our first date on our six-hour flight home. I'm curious your thoughts on that. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's like take... I think also you are on... He switched his flight seat. He didn't switch his flight. Right. So I, I do understand. It's a nice thing he did. It's a nice way to meet. Um, but let, they've only spoken over DM. Exactly. Said. They met that one night then only spoken over DM. And now wow. it just so worked out that they could fly home together, which is kind of nice. I, I actually, I don't think it's any, nice if the conversation is good. It's nice if the conversation's good, which I'm sure they had an idea based on the profiles and the DMs. That sure. Be okay. But you know what else is, it is? Any version of meeting is weird if you let it get weird after that. You know, like, oh, we met on a flight and then he like never would talk to me again. It's like, yeah, he was trying to like, you know, make it happen quick on the flight. Right. You know, or we met on the flight after years of DMs and now we've been dating for seven years. Like everyone's like, oh, whoa. Yeah. You know, yeah, the way it ends is it colors the entire story of how you met her. Totally. Something that would happen to like Meg Ryan in the 90s. It does feel very (laughs) Ryan 90s esque. Um, we've gone out for drinks twice since then. Okay, so cool. The last uh, time we hung out, it got comp- he got completely wasted. He was singing and snapping his fingers to music at the bar we were at. He was singing to songs that weren't playing on the radio in the Uber. And then he proceeded to pour his heart out to me. Nightmare. All, uh, yeah, this doesn't sound good. <laughs> Can you imagine someone just singing Randall? Yeah, I mean, that's what I do on the show. To songs that were not playing. Yeah, all about how he's not in the right place, uh, not in the place in life that he thought he would be at at this age and how he doesn't talk to his mom as often as he would like. Oof. Against my better judgment, I, st- I stayed at his house and we were messing around in his bed. I had just gone down on him and we were making out. I went to uh, to get off of him and I realized uh, everything had just stopped and he passed out on me. 
It was almost 3 a.m. at this point, so I quickly grabbed my things and ran out the door, called myself an Uber to go home. He texted me about 20 minutes later saying he'd just woken up and asked if I ran away. I responded saying, you passed out on me and I'm in an Uber going home. All And all he did was dislike the message. I then... I then oh te- God! Then How is that him. the most? That's somehow the most shocking part of this. Yeah, this is that is. And then I texted him two days later. He was short and kind of rude. He then had the balls to text me yesterday, acting like nothing had ever happened. See attached screenshots. After this text the other night, I don't think that I would want to give him a second chance for context. I'm 27 and he's 43. Get him out of here! Yeah. Get out of here! Get 43. Here. I thought he was like 23. Yeah. Think I, did, I was like, well, did did I do this? Yeah. Like, this didn't seem like a 43 year old. Do you think he was just completely embarrassed, or do you think he's just an asshole? Should I be taking uh, the mid hookup pass out personally? Do I give him another chance? I truly don't know how I would begin to navigate the dating world without you, Papa JT. Keep doing the Lord's work. I'll continue to let let tell the group chat to listen, and we'll continue to share your. Uh, uh, posts on my Instagram story. Well, thank you very much. I uh, Let's read the text, okay? Yeah. I'll be him, you be her. Is she blue? She's blue. Okay. I just woke up. Did you run away? You passed out on me. I'm in an Uber going home. Thumbs down. He Then, then he reacts with down. the thumbs down. And then, and then on Monday, Monday, she said, what happened the other night? I fell asleep. Z emoji. I'm sorry. And then I woke up and you were gone. You passed out mid-hookup, and then I didn't hear from you yesterday. Yes, poor form of my part. LOL, got it. Yeah, because there was a, two hours went by. Ah, uh, I see. Um, and then he sent a picture. So this was... Oh, he's trying to be cute with the jet blue. So then he sent a picture of jet blue because he's on another flight, and that's where they had their first date. And then he wrote, more of this again. So what do you think? Um, can I clarify something? Sure. They were having sex and he passed out. She or said they were... she just went down on him and then she. And then he said, um, I just got down on him. We were making out. I went to get off of him and I realized uh, everything had just stopped and he passed out on me. So maybe then maybe it's like, hey, I'm trying to figure out the logistics of this. So she's (laughs) sucking him off and then they're making out and then he's on top top of of her and and then then passes out. And then she asks, do you uh, let's start with one thing. First things first. Should she take it personally? No, no, no. He was definitely uh, drunk and he's 43. I mean, that's ancient. So, yeah, I mean, I've let me let me start off by saying I've fallen in uh, asleep during a hookup. Yeah, every, every and it was never about the person. It was about me being fucking exhausted. Right, and and depending what time of night it is, like I think anybody would fall. Yeah, asleep it can happen. If especially when you get excited, like if you're if he got sexually excited and then you stopped sucking his dick, you're like going backwards. It, he can be winding down and then sure. suddenly fall asleep. Yeah, I, I wouldn't that, think about it too much that, to be honest. That so we're both saying. That's out. Don't worry about that. That's, That's out. It personal. just sounds like she doesn't really like him that much. Yeah, it sounds like she's turned off. I, I think, have you ever left someone's... Apo- I do understand being annoyed that someone would just leave. Um, If you had fallen asleep, though? If I had fallen asleep... Look, I, like, I've been in situations where I've fallen asleep and then you wake up and she's already gone. Yeah. And you're like... Wait a minute! You couldn't have said goodbye, or like they. And yeah, it also, makes you feel kind of like a hooker. A little bit of a, I think a hooker, and also it's like, 
I do. You are left thinking, how did I wrong this person? Like, right. I, I would rather communicate this out here while you're here. So I think also because he was drunk, which, listen, we all get a little drunk sometimes. I, I've been drunk on a date and then woken up and been like, how did that all go? Right. You know, and when you walk away like that, there is this thing of like, you didn't even give me the chance or the decency of like checking in with me. Like I, I got drunk, but I thought you were getting drunk and I thought we were both in the same bed. I don't think he was sitting there being like, I got wasted and she just stayed sober the whole night. Right, right. I also think it's interesting. Not to blame her. I'm saying. No, no, no. I can we're not blaming where her. where he would be a little bit short and embarrassed and be like, hey, are you like mad at me for what happened? Like I, 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 you know, I could see where he's like, I did nothing to really try and anger you if i had angered you i want to know about it i okay i had one experience where um i this it was a little more complicated because i traveled for somebody it was somebody i was talking to online sure and i i traveled i flew to miami okay and (laughs) i was in his apartment we had just gotten home. We had just like gotten, gone out to dinner, first time meeting. Mm. And then we go back. We're in his apartment. And he says he's going to go take a shower and then come. Uh, we'd either get ready to go out or stay mm-hmm. in. We'd decide what we were doing. He goes into his room and he falls asleep. And, and I you're rem- in the living room? And I'm in the living room. Okay. Lights off. Don't I don't know where the light switches are. Okay. I don't know where the Brita filter is. Sure. This is I, important. These yeah, are all important all, things. These are all important things. Yeah. And I remember thinking, if I had somebody in my space, in my house, and I felt like I was going to fall asleep, I would have enough self-control and um, self-understanding to be like, I'm actually going to pass you, out. You would think. Yes. You would hope so, you would right? Hope so. so I understand her being offended um, because that happened to me and that wasn't even mid hookup. So what did I think. you do? You went in the room and you were like, hey, wake up? Well, that it was a different situation because I was stuck. If yeah. I could have left, I would have left. I was looking up like hotel tonight for and sure. yeah um and uh, but but then it it did turn into a uh uh a tete-a-tete of sorts. It turned what? into an argument. Oh, really? Yeah. And how did that go? Like it was awkward. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work out. That The the whole experience didn't work out. And it started from the, the falling sleep, asleep yeah, on me. Like, do you care enough? I, I guess falling asleep is a, you know, is an implication of like, you don't care enough for me being in your home. To You're just not excited. Away. And yeah. if you if you felt like you were going to fall asleep, why would you not be like, I'm so sorry. I had such a long yeah, day. I had such apologetic. a long week. I just, I feel like I'm going to pass out here. I'll get you an Uber home. I just, sure. it's shocking to me that, that you wouldn't know that that was happening. I mean, shit happens if you're extremely drunk, I guess. But it sounds like from the description that she gave, it sounds like she's not even that into him anyway. So I who know. cares? And, and it's and here's the thing. From the text messages, you're both offended. So the text messages, she writes, you felt what happened the other night? She's trying to get an answer. And he goes, you fell. I fell asleep. I'm sorry. And then I woke up and you were gone. So obviously her leaving offended him and him falling asleep offended her. You both, if you both want to like make this work, someone has to relent. Right. Someone has to go, hey, I fucked up. But I'm I, or like be vulnerable. You have to go, hey, I fucked up by falling asleep, but um, I'm really kind of offended that you would leave me like that because I really didn't mean to fall asleep. He, none of them are being vulnerable. Like, right. and, and if she was like, hey, what the fuck? Like, 
what happened the other night. I'm upset that you would fall asleep on me while we're in the throes of things. And you got so drunk on the date that you didn't even care to be with me. You could have been by yourself. So, like, because they're both not saying this, it won't go forward. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I completely I, agree. So this isn't the match to me. No. I'm with you on she, that. She's yeah. also upset with him because he didn't text her after this happened. And I'm I'm with her on that because... If it happened again, I just I put myself in that sure. position. I always like to think that other people would have enough common decency and common mm. sense as I would have in a situation. And if it were me, um, okay, let's think of a scenario that was that I that I can't even think of that I pass out and I don't know that I'm gonna fall asleep. I would be so apologetic, so um, yeah, forthcoming. I, w- I, I would hope that I would be too. And. The one problem I have, and this happens with women a lot, because I know it from them writing into the show, where they'll be like, in the morning, they'll take away the morning actions as so important so that sometimes it feels like they're running away in the middle of the night to not have the morning stuff. Oh, yeah. So that they can avoid having to like differentiate between morning niceness and whether he likes you or not. Yeah, yeah, I've totally done that before. So, and this is bothersome to me because I, and bothersome to me in the general sense, like I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here angry sure. at night about this, but I'm saying the idea that because a guy is like, hey, I had a good time last night and hey, can I get you an Uber home? And, um, and isn't spitting on a woman. You know, right, like, right. Now, now it's like, I, and it's like, maybe I, he walks you to the bagel place. Or yeah. Something. And gets you a coffee. And then she I, goes, I he have got me coffee. And he, he was so nice afterwards. And it's like, what does that mean? I'm like, nothing. He was being nice after uh, a he, nice he night. He bought you a $2 meal. Yeah. Like, like I'm so sick of the low standards. Uh, well, I, but, and, and like, I've been there so many times. Like I have chased I have chased men all over New York City mm. because they bought me a $5 bagel and coffee. Yeah. And it, it's ridiculous. It's a little ridiculous. But then the other side of it is, I guess I'll just leave in the in the middle of the night so that I don't have to like deal with my own emotional state yeah. based on the $2 coffee. Yeah. You know, and it's like yeah, but if, both are wrong. Yeah. You know? I, I see that. But I also think like you got to do what you got to do to protect yourself. And if you yeah. know that you get attached to people too quickly... Um and staying over is gonna, it's gonna mess make with you that. like artificially attached or whatever. I think it's okay to not want to stay over. I think it, then that being the case, and I agree with you. A text of like, hey, an, you have to over explain a little bit. I mm-hmm. think uh, like it's at that point it's your responsibility to go. Hey, you would fall asleep. I had a great time. I just want to let you know I had fun. I I didn't mean to. I don't mean to like just run out of someone's apartment in the middle of the night. But I'm gonna go home because I like to sleep in my own bed. Like even that yeah. text to me, like for her, I understand why she didn't send it. She was a little annoyed. She was offended a little bit. But even to say like, hey, I got out of there because you fell asleep and it kind of annoyed me. Yeah. That, that is even better than nothing at all. That's actually a really good point because they weren't just hooking up. Like it wasn't a, a one night stand situation no. or the, like they were talking and I like they're kind of like in the early, early, early stages of dating. They went on a date. They, yeah. And, and whether he was too drunk on the date and you went back on your, you, she says it wasn't my best judgment to go back. But at the same time, you went back. You're in. Right. It. That's the reality. Let him know you're you were put off by this, as yeah. opposed to he wakes up and he goes, "Did I murder her?" You know, like yeah. Like, that's like, did I was I so drunk that I murdered her and threw away the body? Like, give him a little bit. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. 
jtrainpodcast oh. at gmail.com. Here with Emily Lubin at Lubination. Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Go check it out. We're sponsored, people. Guys are terrible about taking care of their health, whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worse. Guys are usually more comfortable with rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of that myself. I'll say that right now. Um, I've been having neck and shoulder issues. Mm-hmm. Ugh, Awful. Worst. And it goes from my head down my neck to my shoulder. Mm-hmm. A big old L. And I think I have an idea of what it is, but I'm, I'm sitting here going, what the fuck are you doing, Jared? Go do something about it. And uh, I actually, well, now I did. Some people would say this is the dumbest thing. I, I, I've been in contact with a chiropractor. Let's see if maybe his magic cracks can help me out. I don't know. Does that yeah. seem like a dumb way to go? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I go back and forth with it because chiropractors, it seems like a lot of fake science, but. I, I, yeah. I, but I don't know. I've never had to see one. I get, I've never I get seen pain one. right here in my traps. You do too? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the worst. And they're like even like swollen. Like I have enormous traps for a woman. And I think it's because I carry all my tension and all my stress the right same there. Same way. If there's I, I nothing like hold more my painful. shoulders up. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm on my phone all day, and it's like some people say it's text neck, whatever it is. I'm just saying that it's taken me. The fact that it's taken me this long to take care of it just shows that like a lot of guys are just that way. They're like, ah, no big deal. Yeah, and I'll wake up better tomorrow. And it's like. And the same is really true for erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. That's 70%. That's crazy. Thankfully, Roman, Roman, Roman. Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED. For, uh, so you can go. It's a one-stop shop. You can chit-chat with a licensed U.S. physician uh, who can treat ED and, if safe and appropriate, ship medication right to your door. So no more waiting rooms. No more... Creating the appointment, no more, you know, wasting a day. Let's get through this. The Let's chiropractor get... comes to you. The chiropractor comes for to you. For your that, penis. <laughs> that's a, a penis practor. So for a free online visit, visit go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Oh, GetRoman.com slash JTrain. I, I mean, this is really a no-brainer if you're out there dealing with ED. Go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain. Just get yourself fixed up. Let's figure this out. Here with Emily Lubin. Let's do this. Window tapping on LinkedIn. So I have a thing that I've called the window tap where guys will like 30 of your Instagram pictures in a row. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's how you know it's on. That's when you know, hello, I'm here. I'm hard. I'm waiting. That's the window tap. Hi, Jared. Love the podcast. Thanks for all that you do. I have a weird situation that I'd like your take on. I work at a large corporation. We hire a lot of consultants for temporary projects. Last year, I noticed a really cute guy at the office who turned out to be one of these consultants. Not a regular full-time employee. I developed a little crush on him and always smile if I ran into him in the hallway or kitchen. He would do the same, but that was it. I hope that one day I hope that one day he would talk and uh, we would talk and it would magically turn into something, but that never happened. Earlier this year, his project ended and he stopped working at the company. I was bummed and decided to friend him on LinkedIn since I knew his name and figured I had nothing to lose. It was my own low-key form of window tapping. Okay. I, I understand that. And this is a big thing right now where we're all, we're all putting ourselves out there in ways we can't get turned down. 
Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. That's what the window tap is. The window tap is going, hello, I'm here, I'm hard. That's you. And then you go, and then no one answers and you go, ah, I guess they didn't notice it. I guess they never thought of it. And you can never be called out for that, really, because you're just liking stuff. I like your picture. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? I uh, women can do that too. I mean, she did that. Yeah. I mean, she women. Anyone can do that. She's doing that when she's saying her own way of window tapping. Yeah, she friended him on LinkedIn, basically saying, "Take this rope and pull on it." Let's network. Yeah. He added me back and looked at my profile. Ever since, every few months or so, I'll get a notification that he's checked out my profile. Are you a LinkedIn person? No. Not a lot of comics are. No. I mean, I have used it because I used to work at a catering company. Okay. Yeah. I think my I have a profile up from when I sold life insurance. Like I, like yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. Like and it's still, still up, up there. there. Um, but I know that you can see when people look at your profile. Yeah. You that's the worst a, part about it. Unless you're one of those uh, people with the, like, the... The premium one. Oh, really? Like private. Right. You like oh. pay extra so that they don't see it. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I there have only been a few times that I've used it, and it was always to creep on dudes. Okay. This happened again today, many months after he left the company, a month since I've last gotten a notification of his of his scoping. My question is this: Why does this guy randomly check me out when he doesn't know me and never approach me in person? Well, he thinks you're hot too. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. He doesn't have my number and has never DM'd me on LinkedIn. But why would he keep visiting my page every so often then do nothing? Well, here's the thing we need to start living by. Do you have any thoughts on this? Well, I'll yeah. leave He presumably knows I'll, I'll see what he's looked at. So I'm wondering what the end game could be and why I'd still randomly be on his mind after uh, a while after he left the company. Would it be totally crazy weird for me to message him or try to take this somewhere? Or is this best left as an unfulfilled crush that I should forget about. Would love to hear your thoughts. P.S. Would love a celeb lookalike from Shelby. Um, Shelby's going to come over here. What do you think, Emily? What do you think? Um, well, first of all, yes, you totally should message him mm-hmm. um, because I think, I mean, I think in general when women make the first move, but especially over like a social network sliding into DM stuff like that, I think it can be very attractive. Sure. Um, because I think that we've kind of been socialized to um, think that we need to like sit back and wait for the guy to make the first move. And I think it's like very refreshing when you do. Um, I totally agree. It's great. It gets it. it, And it kind of cuts through the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. They don't have to dance around your feelings. Mm -hmm. You're kind of, you can be a little more direct than they can. Um, And you're saying, I want this. And if you, you have to also, the best is when a confident woman reaches out. Yeah. I was going to say that if she did reach out it'd be, and be like, hey, I saw you looking at it, that'd be like a power move. It's a power move. Um, I, I I agree with that. Like, I think I've been in the position where non-confident women will force herself to reach out. And How can you tell? You can tell because then it be, because confident woman who reaches out, she goes, hey, saw your, saw you looking at my profile. Um, I remember you from when you used to work at the company. Love to get drinks sometimes. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's a confident... And and then you write back. And then if the non-confident woman goes, we should do drinks. And then you write... Uh, putting hey, it on you. And then and then you go, hey, uh, um, I'm really busy. I'm sorry. I can't do it. And then it becomes, well, what, you don't want to go out with me? And it turns into this like... It, it, it's like they think because they... The non-confident version... And this could be male or female. It can go both ways. The non-confident version is 
you've already decided that if you don't want to go, then you're an asshole. Right. You know, like you have to understand when you go to someone and try and slide in the DMs or try to make a, something happen, you're coming to them. You're knocking on the door. You're cold calling. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna, they have just as big a right to go, hey, I really appreciate it and I'm flattered, but this isn't something I'm looking for right now. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people, when they're not confident, they're like, well, my my standing will be validated by you agreeing with my strong move that I just made. Yeah. You yeah, know? I think it goes back to that uh, vulnerability thing that you were saying. I think totally. like there's always the possibility you're going to get turned down. Um, but it's not that big a fucking deal. Like I've made myself look, quote, stupid in front of people and we turned, we ended up being friends. It's like really, I don't think people read as much into it as At, you think they do. Well, here's the other thing. Whatever you do, they do. So I love her email because her email's very funny to me. She's like, I sent a, fr- I, I went and followed him on LinkedIn as my own low key window tapping. So you followed him because you were attracted and you thought maybe he'll reach out and say he wants to go on a date with me. Mm-hmm. That's why you followed, okay? Then she goes, why would he keep looking at my account? You know why. The same reason you followed yeah. him. The uh, same reason. He's hoping you guys are in a, in a I don't want to get turned down standoff. Yeah. What is this bullshit about? Bullshit. Hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you guys are both doing the same, exa- which is cute because we're looking at it going, look at these two. They're so they just fucking. Can't, they can't make it happen. Can't make it happen. I, also, she, she asked a question about why, like, wouldn't he know that she can see when he looks. Temptation, yes. temptation gets the best of you. And I don't think necessarily he may, but he could he knows in the same way you know when you linked in with him. Right, you <laughs> both know what's yeah. happening. You, guys, you just every, don't want to do anything. Everyone about it. knows what they're doing, and and it's like there's nothing is strange, nothing's weird. Everything happens for a reason. He's looking at you because he's into you. You're linking up with him because you're into it. Someone has to put themselves out there. Do you? And think, that's the problem, right? Right. Now. Do you think that it being on LinkedIn has anything to do with it? Like, do you think there's, they need feel like they need to be under the guise of like, this is a professional. professionalism. She should add him on another platform. Ooh. She should follow him on Instagram and then immediately slide into his DMs. Like not even That's wait. a good point. I think that's a great idea. I think you find him on Instagram if you can. If you can't, someone needs to message. I think you message him. Go for it. Yeah. If you can find him on Instagram, go, I would do that. Everyone sees their DMs. Everyone sees the, the, the one that's like, I'm trying to message you. Everyone sees it. Hey, um, I figured Instagram was a better place for this. Maybe we should do drinks sometimes instead of looking at each other's profile every day. Yeah. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. Love it. J Train Podcast. Yeah. J Train Podcast. Do you have a celebrity lookalike for her, Shelby? I was thinking. She's very cute. I don't know how to say this. Like this gal's name, Idina Menzel from Frozen. Oh, Idina Menzel. Oh, she does look like Idina Menzel. She does look like her. Broadway legend. She is a... That was the one that... She played uh, the, the witch in um, Wicked. Yeah, and John Travolta got her name wrong. She oh, uh-huh. looks exactly... Wow, Shelby, you nailed another one. Yeah, wow. Confirmed. Wow. Will the group chat agree? <laughs> Here with Emily Lubin at Lubination on Instagram, the podcast, the hot mess comedy hour. Go check it out. 
go, go, go. Let's, uh, we're sponsor people. Indochino. Love this sponsor. Indochino was founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. So listen, there's a big difference between the rack and custom. The rack is based on fit models, and those models look nothing like you. So when they do large, medium, small, and XL, you're dealing with someone else's body. Then they're going, yeah, just throw it on, fucking loser. (laughs) Indochino custom says you're special, you're smart, you're beautiful. Your shape is yours, and we want to make it fit that. So what you're doing now is taking a shirt that would be that you'd be pulling on and tugging at or a pants that you're going to be stretching out so that the pockets will fit and you can put stuff in them. Not anymore. Not anymore. And when it fits you right, you look right and you walk right. And then you get the job. You get the girl. You get the guy. That's what it is. So Indochino is the world's largest made to measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats and more. And everything you, is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. This is the other thing about custom versus non-custom. Something can be, I think when something is made to fit your body, it doesn't have to be crazy. Like you don't need the fun design in your shirt anymore. You don't need the, all these like bells and whistles. It can just be a black shirt but it looks spectacular spectacular on you. Well, that's that's the whole thing about like the off-duty model look. It's like you can wear a t-shirt and jeans as long as it fits you impeccably and looks uh, great. Absolutely. So listen, you can start your style upgrade now with $30. That's $30 off. Your total purchase of uh, $399 or more at Indochino.com when entering code JTRAIN. JTRAIN. JTRAIN at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. This is a great gift. This is a time of year. All, all the people in your life are going to want Indochino. Indochino.com, promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. For $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more, an incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuses anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. Get your $30. Use that for LinkedIn Premium. That's right. And then you can start looking at all the dudes you'd like. He loves me. He loves me not. J-Train, love the shows you've helped so much before, so I'll get right to it. I've been dating a guy since first week of September, but we became exclusive back in March. Huh? I've been dating a guy since first week of September. Like 2018? But we became exclusive back in March. Okay, so it's been What nearly- is this bullshit about? <laughs> it's been nearly eight months of just him and I. So since March, they're together. They got together in March. They became exclusive in September. No, I think they got, uh, they've been seeing each other since September, exclusive since March. (laughs) This is like a beautiful mind. I'm trying to do it. So, eight months of just him and I. Just say you've been together eight months. (laughs) At this point, I'm ready to say the big L word. And I've been for a couple of months. He keeps getting drunk and telling me he likes me so much, which at this point is clear. I want to tell him I love him, but now I'm nervous he may not be feeling the same way and it has been really a long time coming. Uh, why do you think he has been so hesitant? I feel like it's always on the tip of his tongue, but possibly he's nervous. For reference, we're both going to have a five-year relationship prior to at talking, but I thought this chunk of, my, of time would have helped. 
What do you think? Yeah, he's being a pussy. He loves yeah. you. Yeah. It's obvious. If he keeps saying, I like you so much. or Sure. Yeah, uh, this um, exact same thing happened with me and my boyfriend because he, uh, he started saying things. We'd be um, like canoodling. Mm. And he would say like, you're my favorite person. And I'd be like, just yeah. say you fucking love me. <laughs> like, if I'm your favorite person, you love me, bitch. Yeah. You know? But I think, uh, you know, men get scared too. He doesn't want to be, it all comes back to the vulnerability yeah. thing. He doesn't want to be vulnerable. Just say you love him. He'll say I, it back. I think also you, you love him. Own that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, don't do things, be, you know, there's a word this I get a lot of emails from people being like, well, I want to know who they, how they feel so I could feel a certain way. No, nah, I don't think it works that way. Yeah. You feel a certain way. Say it. Own it. Let, you know, listen, the world is not comfortable. The world's going to treat you wrong. Things are going to happen that are going to go badly for you. I'm sorry to let you know that you're going to tell someone you love them and it's not going to be returned. That's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Live in that. Think of how that's going to feel. It sucks, right? Well, that happens, okay? You can't be it's saved. The school of hard knocks with J Train. That's right. You can't be saved from the ills of the world. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's so I think admitting to that and knowing and saying, well, I would rather live a life where I am honest and, and honest with myself and putting myself out there than one where I spend days not being me. So yeah. right now, you're spending days not being you. You're not stay, you're spending. So say you love them. Here are the three options. He says he loves you back. That's option one. Also, like 90% sure that's going to happen. I am too. But that's option one. Option two, let's play it out. Option two, I don't feel the same way. I don't know what love is. I don't know how to feel it, but I do think you're the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I hope I can get to being able to say that one day. All right, that's not what you wanted, but at least he's committing more to you with that response. Mm -hmm. Option three, Hey, uh, I'm cheating on you. I, I, I don't love you at all. I'm the, married. I'm with married. A kid. Yeah, I have a kid. So let's say that we just laughed at it. You probably laughed at it too. Does it feel bad? Yeah. Will you get better? Yeah, you will too because you're an adult who's going to be thrive and strive at some point. Yeah. So either way, no matter what happens, you're going to know where you guys stand at the end of the conversation. And that's a beautiful thing. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. We got time for one more. One more email. Emily Lubin, killing it at Lubination. Go follow Hilarious Awesome, the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. I'll give you the choice, okay? Based on the title. Yeah. Secretly salty ex girlfriend, fuck history or repeat it, giving off the G O E girlfriend only energy, how to ask him to start wearing a condom. Well, this one we can do quick. Yeah. Start, just say, wear a condom. So awkward question, but how do you ask a guy to start wearing a condom with you when you two normally don't wear condoms? I'm seeing someone long distance, and though I like him a lot, I am naive to think that he isn't fucking around. I know where I've been, but I don't know where he's been. How can I uh, avoid the awkward part of making asking the classic exclusivity t- test question, should we be wearing a condom? And further, how do I deal with the possibility of getting the awkward answer that is indeed sleeping around and that we should wear a condom, my poor little heart help. Um, you don't even need to talk about who's sleeping around or who's not sleeping around. I, I would just, 
you could even write it in a text message. I would just write like, I know that we haven't used condoms in the past, but I've been thinking about it and I think it's really not the safest option for me. So for me, you should say yeah. for me, um, can we, or don't even ask, just say, you know, if we're going to keep sleeping together, we should use condoms. I think that's a perfect answer. And that also avoids the whole like putting the condom as the, yeah, I do think some people will use the condom as a gauge for are you sleeping with other people? Are Absolutely. you serious about me? Don't even go there. It's a safety issue. I I think Look that's, at your life. Look at your choices. That's right. I <laughs> I I think that's also making it a safety issue is the that's the right way. If you're using the condom as this like you know this game on the movie Saw. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Like, I, I, We're like I think it's not really about the condom. Yeah, though. yeah. You're playing a, I, and I've probably given in the past the advice of like for the person seeking out the, the relationship, like I'd like to not use condom as long as you're not sleeping with anyone else. It's a good way to get in that conversation. But I think the long distance and the way this is being asked, totally right. The way you said it, go with it that way. Um, and no guy is gonna go like I. I would hope no guy would go. Well, I don't know. Uh, what do you? What, what's wrong with you? You know, like, right, right. The, the, or, or, but we never used them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you changing it, the rules now? If he does that, then he really doesn't care about you. He only cares about you know getting off. And yeah. Maybe you don't want to be with him anyways. Uh, let's do one more. Ready? Uh, a short two-parter can't be true. Followed up. Uh, now, single girl about to go on a date with a guy who has a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. Is works busy? The new it's not you, it's me. Uh, I like that one. You like that one? Sure. Uh, is that my phone? All right. Okay, ready? Yeah. Back in the spring, I emailed about a situation where the guy liked me uh, liked me long before I realized I liked him. Once I made it clear, made this clear and we started dating, I emailed him because I was worried about making sure he knew that I was genuinely interested since I wasn't at, at, at a point in time. You gave great advice and made me realize that he was probably just happy to be a... Obtaining what he thought was the unattainable, no need to probe thir- further. I love that, how you have like pen pals. Yeah, I mean, this person. Repeat re- emailers. She wrote second time emailer, and ironically, it's about the same guy. Fast forward a bit later, if uh, it didn't work out between us because he began working long hours and was distant and unreliable as a result, it ended up when he didn't contact me for three days after standing up, me up for a date. And we talked about it, and he noted that he's just not good with commitment and never will be as long as work continues to be as busy as it was. Fast forward to, to now. I didn't see him all summer or fall until this weekend. We were both drunk, but when I saw... When he saw me, he was very touchy, flirty, talked to me like he did when we were dating. I was drunk enough to feed into it, but also sarcastically um, tr- uh, fired some shots at him when another friend asked how he knew each other. I asked him to explain. He mentioned we dated and said it didn't work out because he was afraid of commitment. At least he was honest. We joked for the rest of the day about his fear of commitment in a weirdly lighthearted way. When we parted ways, this was during the day. I told him it was uh, good to see him. I ended up texting him to say we should catch up. He was very receptive. We set a date. The date came, and shock of the century, work got in the way. I wasn't looking to rekindle things, but still considering our history, but still stung considering our history. My question is, based on the screenshots, is he being genuine, genuine or manipulative? Am I being unreasonable in saying he could probably carve out an hour or two? I worry that I'm being insensitive, but I work very hard too and manage to make time for things that I genuinely want to do. Just wanted to hear your thoughts. Keep doing the Lord's work. I love this email. It's a great follow-up to the other situation because they both, everything matters, okay? She wrote that in their first time, I don't remember her as an emailer, but the first time that 
she got with a guy who had always liked her, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, once I... Uh, that probably it, felt powerful. That for him? Like for her, that he always liked her and now she is giving him a chance. I don't know. That situation always seemed like powerful to me. Really? It's never happened to me. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 for me, I have this theory called the miserable billionaire theory. Go on. Okay. Where this happens a lot with men. Well, they'll pine after some woman or some girl or whatever from high school or college, but they've been after it for so long where that once that if they do ever get her, they realize it wasn't about her. Right, yeah, because they built up a fantasy in their yeah. head. And yeah, and, and she became a goal and not a person. So their, their billions own. is the girl that they've been stalking online. Exactly. So like when this guy who, like the same happens for billionaires. I got all my money. I'm still the most miserable guy in the world. It wasn't, the money wasn't going to ever fill that void. And it's the same thing for men with women where they're like, the goal was this woman and then I got her and then I realized, oh shit, I'm still an unhappy fuck. Yeah. So I think that kind of answers her question a little bit. I think because she's like, well, now he says he's busy. And now, because what happens with the girl you've been going after for all these years is at a certain point, if she does come to you, there's no casual. There's no, you've been knocking at this door. And yeah, then she's, she's like, the love of your life. And she's going, well, now I'm giving it to you. Let's go. We're in a relationship. It's all, it's all. And she's yeah. right for saying that. Not even disagreeing with her but then he goes oh shit you know like yeah. i didn't see i didn't think i'd have to be in a relationship now and it's like because he and he also can't say hey i i it didn't really work out i don't see us as the match because he was always so sure right so now he has to give this bullshit excuse of like well work's busy he has to make it about something else because if he makes it about her then it's like then why did you pursue me for three years right did so, she send text yeah, messages she, so let's we'll go through the text but i'm saying this is all playing for me because i'm like i know what happened i yeah. I, I know that he the i'm busy he's have not you done this before you. yeah yeah absolutely i think i think a lot of guys have yeah I i'm not this, surprised i think this happens because you know guys are put in the position of like and i'm not saying woe is me i'm saying a lot of times guys are put in the, be a man go for the girl Try, you know, if you like her, go and talk to her. Like, mm-hmm. this is like your whole life. And then at some point you get the ability to talk to girls in a better way. And you're an adult and you have a, some money and you can go on a date and you can try and, you know, wine and dine her. And then now you have the ability to, like, get her involved in this a little bit more. Uh, not like trick the girl. I'm saying more like you have the the social ways about you to be able to, like, go on a date and yeah. show her how great you are. And then you get there and it's like fuck yeah i'm in it's yep. either in or out because she's saying she so let's go to her text let's see what she wrote so he wrote let's make sure we're in the right order hey still on this call right now so i think i'll need to book another time i'm so sorry just a long day this doesn't seem like it'll end in 10 minutes or anything <laughs> i and love then, how he says book another time like it's a business exactly transaction. and also he sends a screenshot of his phone conversation that it's 5144. This is when you know he's... When you send the screenshot of how long your phone call is, you're going, I'm not a dick. Yeah. You know, like he's like, I I, I like you, but I don't want to fucking be in a relationship. I'm not a dick. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then she goes, 
Well, you read her. Yeah. She says, long days are tough, so I'm sorry to hear that. I hope tomorrow is better. That's a long ass call. I'm sure you understand it's still disappointing from my end. People are coming here Friday. You're welcome to come. But if you'd like to actually reschedule this, I have nothing during the day Saturday. So she gave another option. And then he writes, I know, I know, I'm sorry. Right now I don't have all too much time to myself. Work is picking up as e- as an e-commerce site in the approaching holidays, so I can't promise I'll be super available as much as I would want to be. All good. No need to be super available. Eek. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> when work ramps up, I'm sure it's tough to balance things. Something tells me you'd have an hour or two to spare this weekend, and if you do... The invitation stands. See, at this point, she has to let this go. Yeah. I know she's like, you have an hour, but they, he's trying to tell you without telling you. There's no easy answer for him. The, 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 she wants the answer to be, I think you're ugly. Fuck you. We're not together. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> just going to say that. Like, She's trying to push him into a corner yeah. to say, just kidding. I don't want to be with you. It's not work. Because she's saying like, Literally anytime. I, I've done this before too, where you're I've, like, I, Listen, I've been on both sides yeah, of this. Yeah. You're like, uh, 4 30 a.m. Sunday, <laughs> let's make it happen. And yeah. they're still not in. And if you like me, you'll do it. And she's all she's trying to get him to say is, She's trying to make this black and white when it's more gray. Yeah. He, and, and it was black and white before when he was pursuing her for three years. It was black and white. I like yeah. you. I want to go out with you. No, no, no. Please, please, please. Okay, fine. Then and that's he gets so it. exciting, it's you know? Exciting, I think like yeah. this is, now that he has you, it's not as exciting anymore. You were his Winnie Cooper. Yeah. You and, know what I mean? And nothing is worse. I would assume that there's nothing worse than being the the girl in the miserable billionaire situation or the yeah. guy, whoever the, whoever the miserable, whoever the, the the other person is in the miserable billionaire situation. The benefactor. The, that sucks. Because... Yeah. Now you have to hear that there's really like you got convinced into this. You were the pulled in. And then the person was like, eh, I don't know. It wasn't nothing you. is I'm, worse. I'm fucked up. It's not you. Yeah. You know? no, nothing is worse than when you know that somebody likes you so much more in the beginning than you like them. And then it switches and yeah. you're like, what the fuck? What? You, you pulled me in and yeah. now I feel bad because of your fucked up head. You're breaking up with me. Yeah. You know, it's it is such an infuriating feeling and you, you can't, can't fire get me. I quit. Exactly. Exactly. You just like want to get that power back and you can't. But it sucks. You got to walk away. It sucks. Walk away. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Emily Lubin, thank you for coming on. This Thanks for having me. It was so fun. At Lubination on Instagram. Go follow the hot mess comedy hour. Um, do we have time for news? Are we done? What are we at right now? That, that's our episode. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelby on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Friday episode. Uh, hopefully I see you guys tonight. If you're in the New York City area, we'll be at Town Hall. Otherwise, I got dates on my schedule. I'm going to be in Huntsville, Alabama. That's right. Thanksgiving weekend, I'm in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm going to be in Springfield, Massachusetts, Naples, Florida. I'm coming to Laugh Boston. I'm coming back. I'm coming to the DC Improv. I'm coming to um, I'm coming to uh, Gotham Comedy Club in New York. We're going to do a big New York weekend again. So go to jaredfree.com. Nashville, uh, Salt Lake City, Wise Guys in Salt Lake City. It's all coming up. So it really is. It's coming. Jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Great job, J-Train. Another perfect episode.